I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. Like getting upgraded. That sounds like a Cyberman thing. It does. You're not being upgraded like that. No. You're, you're not getting a armor-plated body, and you're not getting the dark water upgrade? No. I'm not getting the dark water upgrade. <laughs> okay. Missy is not here. We have pictures. <laughs> so, so what, the what, other day at work. What kind of upgrade are you getting? This is funny. Right. Let me frame it this way. So, remember at the beginning of of transitioning, and I noticed that when I bring the boy to school after a doctor's appointment, and I bring him there to drop him off, as his dad, I would get him to the office and they'd say, okay, we'll take care of it. They never did that as his mom. No. Moms go do the thing that you're expected to know what to do, whatever it is. And dads... We'll take care of it We'll take you. care of it because we, we don't want you messing it up on us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which, you know, typically are schools here in the U.S. and maybe less so in some more populated places, but I, I don't know about that. The presence is overwhelmingly female. So that was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. I was glad to just turn him over and go away. Right. But it was a surprise to me that, that as, a, as a guy, I no longer have to do this tedious thing. Yes. Because I'll probably just do it wrong according to them. And then you started noting that in meetings and conferences and things, people like listen to you more than they did before. They do. They sit there and wait till I'm done talking. Except me. Except you. This is true. <laughs> Sorry. And we do that to you too. We do each other. Yeah. We, we do that to each other. Well, occasionally we do each other, but we don't have time for that lately. Not enough anyway. Nowhere near enough. So. Anyway. Do you remember what you're saying? Because I don't. <laughs> that people listen to you when you speak now. Yes, they listen and they consider what I'm saying and sometimes just do what I say. It's very weird. Yeah. It makes it easy. You know, from this perspective, not knowing any better, you might think this is just the way things are. and might not know that it doesn't work for the other half of the population. Right. So the other day at work, we're in this meeting. Mm -hmm. Our medical consultant was there. And the person who was expected to be prepared to do a presentation had not prepared. So our boss proceeded to give us a, a talking to about not wasting everybody's time. And I'm just Think sitting there listening because, go ahead, you want to say something. By which she was wasting everybody's time, but that's another story. And uh, <laughs> Continue. Sorry. <laughs> so I was waiting for her to be done because I was thinking, well, I usually have something to present or am a backup person. So whatever, I wasn't going to take it personal. And then I think she realized at that point that that was true. And my work wife is not a slacker. She is always ready for this. But neither of us came ready to this meeting because we weren't supposed to be the ones. So anyhow, the boss is giving us this whole lecture about we're wasting, you know, this consultant's time and blah, 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 blah. And then she says, except George is usually the one presenting, goes on about that for a minute. And I know my, my work wife is getting, thro <laughs> she's getting thrown under the bus. And, and I turn to her and I say... You know, something about other people who, who are, unless they're on vacation, because she was on vacation the month before. Right. So that's why she didn't have anything to present this month, because 
last time she was, she was gone. on vacation, which wasn't being talked about. And the fourth person who needed the lecture wasn't even in the room yet. They were late <laughs> for the meeting. Oh, gosh. Did I mention I work for a government agency? Anyhow. <laughs> uh, so after the meeting, we go back to our desks and my work wife says, can I just ask you something? And she comes over there because she doesn't want to be too loud. She stands right over your shoulder. And says, why do I get thrown under the bus and you get saved from it? And I said, well, I think we both know the answer to this. (laughs) I'm a boy. (laughs) Therefore, I can do no wrong. (laughs) Or That is so fucked up. Now, that wasn't the total answer. The real answer is that usually I come to the meeting and I figure none of these other people is going to take advantage of the consultant's time. So I take it over and use it for myself because I can. And I always do have a backup, which Uh we probably did that day. Yes, actually we did. But I knew that that the other answer would egg around more. So Yeah. (laughs) And, And also... In part is true, at least in my experience at my work, where there are very few guys, just like at the school. Mm-hmm. And recently, my boss was going to fill out some of the forms for one of the guys who needed to fill out these forms for us, and she was going to do it for him. And that's not the way it's done. No, this other guy in another department is supposed to fill out his paperwork before handing it off to your department. Yes, and she was going to do it for him. And she would not do that for any of the women in that department. You better believe she wouldn't. That is so effed up. And I knew she was doing that. I thought, why why are you doing that? But you didn't say that out loud because you know. No, I asked her. I said, why didn't you let him fill it out? Oh, I told him I would. And I thought, you're babying him, but I'm just going to leave it because I don't do about it. So I didn't didn't get thrown under the bus. I started to get thrown under and I was uh, retrieved. Which is utterly unfair. But then also, because you are a very responsible person, after having been for decades having to be, as most of your then-perceived gender has to be, doubly competent to be perceived at all as competent, you do work your ass off and you do your best. And so when your boss goes on vacation, you are often left as the boss, de facto, taking over temporarily type person. Which is where the upgrade comes in. This is so weird. This is really weird. But it's much like the school thing. So my boss is going on a vacation mm-hmm. for a couple weeks, I think. Okay. And one of those days, a Monday, mm-hmm. my work wife is gone as well. Okay. Now, last time when I was looking for this, these, this guy's forms that weren't filled out because my boss didn't fill it out for him, <laughs> that's when my work wife was on vacation. So at that time, it was slightly the other way, but but they were both gone. Mm -hmm. So my boss is going to be gone for two weeks. And on one of the days, which is a Monday, my work wife is also gone. And I said something about it jokingly, like, whenever you're in charge of yourself, you have to take all the work and assign it to yourself and then still try to get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Which being in a government position, it can't just be like, hey, look, I'm doing this work. The actual act of assigning it to yourself takes time. Yes. <laughs> this is... Yes. I know this I know this game. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. So this funny thing happened where 
these three women in the room with me, my boss and my work wife and our intern, decided that I shouldn't have to be left to take care of things all by my lonesome and somebody should be doing that for me. (laughs) And obviously that should be a woman because (laughs) I'm privileged. Yes. So my, my boss and my work wife decided, mostly my boss and my work wife backed her up, that our intern who was going to be there should come and see if I needed anything and check on me while they were gone. And I'm thinking... This has never happened ever in the like decade and a half I've worked in here and it's happening now. That is so freaking wild. Oh, you you shouldn't have to do all the work that we're doing. We'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> because you're a guy. Yes, that that never it happened before a, when you were delegated as the boss person. Never. Prior to transition, Never, which happened numerous ever. times. Yes, I always end up being my boss while my boss is gone. But this is the first time I ever got this new up the upgrade that I had not foreseen could happen. I, I didn't realize there were more upgrades a, to male privilege. You get an assistant. Yes. <laughs> Before you just had to do all the work. Now you get an assistant. That's been assigned to me. That's been assigned to you. And she didn't know you pre-transition. So she's just thinking, oh, look, I'm going to help. And she just writes it in her calendar. Yes, I've been told to help the guy because he probably won't know what he's doing. So I will go do that. This is so much like at the the doctor's office where like they're going to, we talked about this when you went to the doctor's office when you had diverticulitis and they were like this weird balance of we're going to let you think you're in charge, but we're still going to do everything for you and not actually let you have any control. Yes. And the, we don't believe you. Yes. Yeah, but but it's funny because two of those women know me pre-transition for a long time, but they I could see they fell into the subconscious thing, and and it in part has to do with the initial part of the upgrade that I didn't realize was happening was after you and I returned from our trip to the funeral. Okay. And I didn't remember some things, and so it kind of snowballed into this. Well, of course you don't remember a thing. Yeah, George forgets things. Oh, well, we forgive him. He can do that. George can forget things. And then I ended up with like full permission to just forget things and then not remember them and not care to remember them and not bother with it eventually. Which honestly is kind of where I have lived in our family for a while, but... (laughs) Right. I know. But at work, you know, there's there's been a different standard a long time. There has. I didn't realize that that was the precursor to this unforeseen upgrade that I didn't even know existed. Because you're the forgetful guy and you are just allowed to forget things. If you forgot things before, then it was cause for concern and possibly even it's not reprimand. Even, it's not even that, you know, you could be a forgetful guy. That's allowed. But you're also allowed to be, I don't care. Yes. So that's why I don't remember. <laughs> and that is just the weirdest thing because there are so many things at work that I'm just like, I don't remember, but I have to pretend that I feel bad about not remembering or else I will be treated terribly differently. And I don't have to. You don't and have to care wrong. about so many things. It is. That is wrong. I was so shocked. I didn't even know what to do because I thought at first I thought it was a joke. I saw the intern write it down in her book. And then a little while later, I realized what had just happened. And I thought, this is Holy. some kind of secret upgrade. 
Yeah, that is so... I don't even know what to say. Crazy. To them. Because even if I point it out to them, they won't really fix it because it seemed to be very subconscious. Mm -hmm. Not that I won't, but I think I'll be thinking about it for a while. Yeah. Maybe like, I thought maybe some more examples of it, and then I might bring it to them separately. Yes. Without the intern there, just because I've known them longer and say, hey... Do you guys notice this? And, you know, I, I think a few examples would be good. I think it would. Yeah. Right now you only have one or two and they're all very much centered on you. And they'll dismiss that. They will. So. So yeah. that's, yeah. That but You don't have to care about things, though. I don't have to care about things. And here's another example of that. So I went to my mother's house to bring something or get something or do something, which is what I do. Okay. Yes, that, and, is, that um, is what we do for your mother. Yes. And when I got there, she said, "Do you did you remember my shoes? Meaning that she had asked me some time ago to order her some more sandals. She wears like a sports sandal because she can't wear a shoe because of diabetic feet. And could I order her some more? I could. And then, you know, there was insurance things, which we talked about last time. Yes. And there were, you know, kid things and there were things. There, there were reasons. There are always things. There are things. So I said, no, no, I didn't remember. And she said, that's because you're a man and men forget everything. And I was like, she just like gave me permission to forget and not care. She totally, Which is what happened at work. Yeah. And like a lot of people who are, I wouldn't say more feminist and I wouldn't say more young, but people who are not as thoroughly ingrained in that passive, mildly attempted benevolent sexism thing would say those exact same words, but say them as a accusation. Like, oh, you don't have to care. You're a man. But she didn't mean it as an accusation. She was just stating a fact in her world. Yes. And so she was going to resign herself to waiting until I was able to get that done. So weird. Yes. And I, I, so I took a picture of the label in her sandal and, you know, went off to order it, not realizing that there was other information I needed. I had to go back later and get it, but. I'm sorry. But yeah, that was a thing. That was there is weird, always the going thing. and the doing and the pretending to caring. And now you don't have to pretend to care, which is so bizarre. Yeah. I probably won't remember that. I don't remember anything anyway, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that I just don't remember things. Like, I've always had very selective memory ever since I was very small. And so, you know, we could discuss the trauma brain and other things that might have led to that. But I have to put on the air of caring that I don't remember things. Otherwise, people think I'm callous and insensitive and a horrible person. Yeah, and you can't quite get away with uh, laughing and being like, oh, I'm so forgetful. Because it's not, you know, you're not girly for that. I also don't have the additional airs of social achievement. There's that if I was pretty and more femi and a little bit less socially awkward just because of the gender thing. You know, these are all elements of social capital that would then make it okay for me to spend some of that social capital and haha, I'm so forgetful. But that is not social capital that I have. No. You now have that social capital. Yeah, I, apparently I do. So bizarre. Yep. What else do you spend your social capital on? 
Good question. I should start figuring that out. Because there's probably some other things that you like haven't noticed yet, just like your colleagues haven't noticed that they are allowing you that excess social capital. Well, I think that's true of all the uh, male privilege things we've talked about, which I hope this doesn't become an issue because the really big conversation did become an issue. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anything like from going in a store and just having people take care of things to re- regular everyday operation in the world, that's all social capital that's been handed to me. It is. And I think it's important to acknowledge that on your part. And then sort of like not to preach at you or anything, but just as a discussion with all of our listening friends, that anytime you have privilege, anytime you have social capital to spend, that you're aware of people who don't, and if possible, use that to benefit those who don't. Because like your Jesus friend... He's, he's the most aware of his social capital of any straight white guy I've ever met. And he uses it very effectively to advocate for racial minorities, to advocate for the queer community, to advocate for freedom of religion, for all sorts of other, you know. Yes, he does. Underprivileged causes. He, he looks for those opportunities and he, he takes them. He does. Yeah. And so... I'm interested to see how that might play out for you when you finally have some energy left over from parenting to find some better causes. <laughs> I am so tired, and I'm tired of being tired, man. I know, and we're about to take our kids on a vacation, so it's not getting any better. Well, the good part is it'll be different scenery, and that will help. That will help. I, I think you could have taken a separate vacation from us and probably had better results. <laughs> I don't consider it a vacation... For myself, I consider a vacation for the kids. Correct. In a similar way that going to visit family is going to visit family, not a vacation. There are some people who it is the otherwise. And actually, when I go see my sister, it is more of a a relaxing trip. But she's a similar type of introvert. Yes. So it's not dealing with a lot of people. Right. There is that. Yeah. So I am curious how this will go, because we're also going to be meeting up with at the campground at the National Park, we will be meeting up with my aunt, who we met in Michigan, and who is the pastor's wife and her husband, the retired pastor. And I'm curious to see if those discussions that we mentioned a couple months ago will continue or be picked back up, or if anything else will come of any of that. Right. Because... When you were interacting with my family, my family is not, in in general, my family is not stereotypically gendered as a whole. No, they're not. And so you didn't really get the male privilege pass with all of them. That's true. But you did in all of the other social settings, like when you went to go and find us some souvenirs. If I had walked in there, they would have said, you know, all the times that they were still opening up shop and still dusting things off. And you'd walk in there like, hey, you know, and they're like, oh, all the prices are going up next week. They they would see me as a female shopper and say, oh, that one's on the wrong rackets, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. I've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. Hmm. So we'll see. We shall see. Are there any other gendery male privilege things? I'm waiting to see what happens with my T levels because we've been tapering down a little bit. Mm-hmm. The idea is to get them in an, a more ideal range, according to my endocrinologist, even though he's not too concerned because the rest of my blood work 
looks really good now that I'm taking the natural statin and stuff like that, keeping my cholesterol down. Mm -hmm. The the hair on my legs has gotten so long, it gets caught in things and I had to shorten it. (laughs) You were using the trimmer. You weren't going to shave them, but you were using the trimmer on your legs and it made me laugh. Yeah. (laughs) That's so great. It was too long. Yes. And it felt like spiders, spider webs. So I'd be doing something, you know, with shorts on. Uh, in the garage and my leg would rub against, you know, my leg hair would rub, you know, touch the edge of the car mm-hmm. and I'd look down to see if I was touching a spider web. Oh. And so I was kind of over that. So I came upstairs yeah. and trimmed. I mean, they were like two inches long or something. That is crazy. Uh, maybe longer. They they were very long and you were very furry. Yes. So but I shortened them. You did. Mm-hmm. And it's funny to me because our teacher friend who takes our number two child couple days a week to get him out of the house and doing things that are not with a bunch of other rowdy kids. Right. Was asking me questions because she started using a new type of deodorant and she wanted me to look at her armpits because it was breaking out, mm-hmm. which is amusing in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, but... Well, she knows that you might have experience with that because we you deal with me and I'm sensitive to things. And- you do have a lot of skin sensitivities and so do our children, so... I pointed out to her that I can't shave and use deodorant, and I picked up my arm, and I have fuzz. I use the trimmer on my armpits instead of the razor. You have very thin hair. I do. It's thin, it's fuzzy, and it's short. But even so, she, like, cringed for a half a second before she realized I shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Shouldn't be cringing. Should not be cringing at female presenting people's arm hair. Right. Armpit hair. Huh. You can have armpit hair. I can. I remember when you quit shaving. Yeah. I'm so jealous. You could trim that shorter. My legs, my leg hair is now shorter than that. Yeah. If you want to. But, you know, so if you use both, it gives you a rash. If I use both, it gives me a rash okay. because the razor... And that goes back to the fact that she's having a rash. Yes. I got it now. Yes. Okay. And so I showed her, you know, I just use the, the trimmer on my armpits. And so, you know, I have these little quarter inch, although right now they're closer to a half an inch because it's been a while. Hair's fuzzing the insides of my armpits. And she's like, ah, oh. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise deodorant gives me a rash if I put it on shaved skin. Right. So I don't know. Here's a gendery thing that happened Ooh. yesterday or today or something. <laughs> the other day. I was helping our number two child do something. And he says to me, you should get a monkey mustache. And then I'm looking at him because most of the things he says, does not they don't make sense. So I need to, him to explain. He, he often mishears his colleagues. He has the sensory perception integration problems. And so he thinks he heard what he heard. Monkey mustache. How did he explain monkey mustache? I didn't quite understand his explanation either, but apparently it was like long or something. Not like the hair being long, but the kind of the span across your face being far. I don't okay. know. I couldn't quite understand. And I wasn't really feeling like Googling it because a lot of times you'll Google it and it's not really the thing he said. Mm-hmm. Like when he was talking about something he wanted you to look up and he kept saying it with a B and it was an M. And mm-hmm. So anyhow... He might remember it as a monkey mustache. It might be a thing. We don't know. We have to yes, look it up. Yes, he, he was telling me to look up mobile something, and it, if he kept saying bubble something. So I just said, okay, you think I should have a monkey mustache? And he said, yeah, it would make you look more like a man. 
And I was looking at him like, because the rest of my beard doesn't, huh? <laughs> Which is funny because you said when we were looking at the TV the other night, you said, look, that guy has I can't grow a mustache beard. I did. I did. You have the I can't grow a mustache beard also. Well, because there's no mustache. <laughs> yes, but it goes all the way from your sideburns down across. It. You, you've got, it's thicker than a chin strap, but that's really what it is. Yeah, it's hair on my face. It is. But there's no mustache. There is no mustache. Because that thing is kind of creepy. Yeah. It's not, well, some some guys are kind of creepy, their mustaches, if they're that thin. It's, it's not exactly creepy. It just looks wrong. It, it does. We You you can't have the pedo stash. It's no. not okay. <laughs> no. Cannot do that. Not okay. So, yeah, that's what he said. I would look more like a man. Which is funny because now his other mom's other roommate is also a trans guy right now. Yes. Which... And, and he's known that person before their transition as well. Yes. But they're just starting to transition, aren't yes. they? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He came home and he said... I wonder if that would bring up something like more yeah. like a man because being at the beginning of your transition... That, that is a greater consideration when you're still in the early stages. Especially as an older person who's fighting a lot of stuff that estrogen has already done to your body. Mm-hmm. Not that it doesn't happen that way with some younger guys, but uh, it feels like that. Yeah. It feels like that. It does. Yep. So, you got the upgrade... Yes, but I still have the you can't grow mustache beard. <laughs> it's not a requirement. No, it's not. I think you look like a man. I do too, so you know. And I mean are I just you... thought it was a very funny thing for him to say. It is a very funny thing. Do you still do the thing of like comparing yourself to all the other guys you see? Like you said that that had increased some some months ago. I do to an extent, but I have a big consideration for differences in genetics and the hormones you were doled out at the beginning, which help a lot. And I wish I could grow a mustache. It would be very fun to me, you know, to be able to do that. Different yeah. kinds of mustaches. Mm -hmm. Like you have all those stick-on mustaches over there. And I little, do have the stick-on mustaches little, over there. Uh, display that we, we got yes. just so we could look, look at that because it's funny. I wish I could grow facial hair. You, I, you'd probably end up with a I can't grow a mustache beard. I don't know. Like, my family all has really big bushy beards when they grow them. My dad has the Pancho Villa mustache, and I have nothing. I'm sorry. He had. He had. Yes. So you never know. Yeah. That could be know. wrong. Could be. Yep. Could be. E even if I could just get the stubble. Like, I, I want, I, I see pictures of people like Jeffrey Marsh and Jacob Tobiah, and I'm like, yeah, you know how our, our kid... Number two always says, that's that guy's me, or I'm that guy on the TV. Yes, that's what you're thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, they, they clearly have a masculine body. They haven't tried to medically transition their physiology at all, but they are clearly presenting femme. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, why don't I look like that in a dress? I'm sorry. I know. That's okay. Not really, but that's what people say. I'll survive it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder if one of those stick-on mustaches is the monkey mustache. I'm going to Google it now just because. Because we need to know. Yeah. You can't just leave people hanging. Might, he might have meant monkey bar mustache. It's Yeah, because he only remembers the part he can connect to. Mm-hmm. Monkeys. 
They have mustaches, right? There are some monkeys with mustaches. That is a funny mustache. If I could grow that mustache, I probably would just because then I'd trim it and grow a different one. Yes, you would. And there, there's actually a song on YouTube, apparently, Mustache Monkeys. Well, that YouTube being his thing, he might have got it from there. He might have. Yeah. So. Do those monkeys look more like a man? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Monkey mustache. When someone shaves your face to look like a monkey tail, it goes down from one sideburn across your chin and then up and around your lip like a monkey tail. It's like a beard on one side of your face only. Like down your jaw on one side and then up around your mouth on the other side. Which it's could like, be important if you if you had a problem with one side of your facial hair too, you know? Yeah, but, but it's... But that's not why they're doing it. No. Monkey tail beards. So weird. Again, not what anyone would actually do for anything no, okay. aside from some goofy not picture a good on idea. the internet. No monkey mustache. No. Which, again, would be why our number two child would want you to have it because it's not a good idea. <laughs> I've tried to explain to him that most of the things he watches on YouTube are not a good idea. So. <sighs> yeah. It's true. Yep. But see, he, he still doesn't have that concept of the difference between this got my attention and this is a good idea. He thinks that anything that gets his attention is a good idea because that's his highest goal in life right now is to have attention. Probably always has been. Likely always to be. We do our best. Yes, we do. But we weren't meaning to talk about kids today. <laughs> there was a gendery comment. There was. You're yeah. going to get the monkey tail mustache. Well, it's to be determined if he meant the monkey tail or the monkeys. Right. So. That's funny, though. The monkey mustaches look better than the monkey tail one does. Yeah. The mustaches on the monkeys. Yes. Looks the, the The monkeys with mustaches that the, grew them. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Those ones. <laughs> <laughs> so are we done now? I think that would indicate that we are done. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's it. That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Yay, no jingle dog. He jingles slightly different with his new tag, which says he's your dog. Yes, but it also <laughs> says that I have your last name. Yeah, it's his last name. Hmm. It's our first names and his last name. Okay. Yeah. Only the dogs have my name. <laughs> <laughs> the boy has it. The the boy number two has half of your last name. Mm -hmm. Well, he has your full last name as half of his last name. I should yes, say. Yes, there we go. Yes, that is more correct. Yes, <laughs> I like more correct. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you can math. I, I can math. Yes, I passed my big math test with a one ninety five. It pleases me. Mm -hmm. So anyway.
I sat you on this side so that you even sat you on this side so that you wouldn't be looking outside. And so instead you leaned to look outside. That's funny to me. But I wasn't talking. No, you weren't. That's so true. there. You weren't talking I while you were to be leaning. Quiet Good while job. Was, thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, there was a little bird there. Oh, you like a little bird. Yes, I do. Anyway. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.